Christmas special, kind of an extra episode we kind of threw in there, much to your chagrin, with no outline. So we have a I lot to talk about. I leave you in charge once. Once yes. a year, I leave you in charge, <laughs> and like it's utter chaos. <laughs> Welcome to the Pints of Pews podcast. I'm your co-host, Dennis. And I'm your other co-host, Robert. And we're just a couple of guys talking the Catholic faith over a pint or two of our favorite beers. So why don't you pour yourself a pint, pull up a chair, and listen in for the next little while. As we take the faith seriously, but not necessarily ourselves. And as always, if you want to take part in the conversation or have an idea for the podcast, leave us a comment or swing by our Facebook page and drop us a message. Dennis, buddy, how are you doing this afternoon? Well, I'm a little bit nervous, Robert, because as you know, and maybe our listeners don't, like for all of our episodes, you send a little kind of uh, outline, a couple of days, a couple of weeks, in your case, sometimes a couple of months before, and we go through it and we hash it out and I send you back revisions and stuff like that. But this is kind of our little Christmas special, kind of an extra episode we kind of threw in there. Much to your chagrin, with no outline, so we have a lot to talk about. I leave you in charge once. Once a year, I leave you in charge, (laughs) and like it's utter chaos. (laughs) Were you okay? And you were busy. You were busy as a beaver today, and uh, so you must have just been like nervous wreck driving home and thinking, "Oh, there's no outline. What are we going to say? Will we have enough things to say?" But we do have a lot to talk about for our Christmas special, don't we? And a lot of exciting things to talk about. I'm just excited to have a drink here. Like it's been, it's been I'm a crazy, crazy kind of day. Beer. What do you have to drink today? Well, I, I was going to say, I'm going to have to be like you, you were today. And I'm going to have to get to confession. Cause I feel like I lied to our listeners there when I said, we're, you know, you know, a couple guys talking the Catholic faith mm-hmm. over a pint or two of our favorite beers. We're not having beer today. And no. we did this a couple of years ago. I don't think we did it last year because you were away in Belgium for oh, year right. end. But at the end of our first season, we did a, a year in review, which is kind of what we're going to do here today. Mm-hmm. And we broke the mold a little bit we and did. we went out on a limb. Um, you like your rum and eggnog. I like my eggnog over the festive season. I do the Christmas season and I do like a little, I put a little rum in it. Sure. Why not? Yeah, see, I just can't bring myself to drink anything that in our other native language here or other national language here in no, Canada in French. It. Let's go, Mr. Duolingo. Le de poule. Yeah. So there's no way I'm drinking hen's milk. And uh, I had a little back and forth together in the, the Twitter sphere on the platform formerly mm-hmm. known as Twitter with our friend, uh, the Cordial Catholic about mm-hmm. this, because he brought that up. And I said, that's exactly why I won't drink it. It's called hen's milk. And he said, is he an eggnog drinker? Uh that I really don't know, but he said we you know should give it a try just for the fact that someone went through all of the effort to milk those hens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that right. must have been quite the chore milk in those sense. And you know what? I was not a big um, eggnog drinker growing up, nor into, I think it's only in the last 10 or 15 years I've come to appreciate it. It's something that you kind of only drink really around the Christmas season. You don't really see it in stores in the summer or during Lent or anything like that, do you? You're not. No. no so I know you're opening something looks like a beer, but I bet you it's not actually. It's not. A beer. It's not a beer. And I'm going to pour it first. I'm going to be no. It's not a cider either. I'm going to pour pour it's it in pink. the glass first. It's you're not pouring pink. something pink. It's not pink. It looks pink. It's not pink. And pink-ish. I'll tell you why. I tell it's you rose. why it's not. 
Okay, and why would I be drinking something that is rose colored? I don't know, but you're today. putting a double. You're you're double downing there. You're putting another. Well, no, the, the other. I thought there was like a double shot. Is in that a Mickey rumble. you just poured into that? Glass. A whole Mickey of rum into there. <laughs> no, oh, I have a Yaritos a, guava oh. with uh, some Captain Morgan's Parrot Bay. I mean, I just. Mm. Who knows how long this rum's been sitting in the, the liquor cabinet because we're just not big drinkers here. But, okay, buddy, you here, that? Here's, here's, the, here's the question to get to the story behind mm-hmm. my drink. Okay. Oh, I was supposed so, to take a picture of my drink and send it to you. I even put cinnamon on top of my uh, rum and eggnog. Okay, but here's the deal, pal. What day is tomorrow? Sunday. Which Sunday? The third Sunday of Advent. Pink. And so why rose, 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 or as some say, uh, some priests say it's salmon, which is a very masculine fish. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, looks pink to me, but yeah, rose, rose again because Jesus rose from the dead. Right? Nice. That's the, that's the way it goes. So no, it's Gaudete Sunday and tomorrow. And you know the the vestments, the liturgical color, uh, only twice a year. Rose, mm-hmm. Gaudete Sunday and Lateri Sunday in Lent, right? So beautiful. I know. And then when they say that too, they mention that you know when they're on the altar, they say we're we're having we're wearing a rose colored vestments, and they always look pink to me. I, I wonder what there's a major difference between those two colors. Do you think? I'll have to ask my sister, the artist, about yes. that, and, and I'll get back to you. But we should say a prayer before we we imbibe here. Yes, sir. Yes. Okay. So in the name of the Father and the Father, Son, and the Son and the Holy, and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Oh. Amen. Bless, O Lord, these creatures, eggnog, guava, and rum, which you have deigned to produce from your great creation, that they may be a salutary remedy to the human race and grant through the invocation of thy holy name that whoever shall drink of them may gain health and body and peace and soul. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name, the name of the, the Father, and the Son, and the, the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Do you, do you have cheers, to get like cheers, a, cheers. I'm cheers for a beer. thirsty. Do you have to get a special dispensation to change the beer prayer? Or is that just something that we can do? I think it's something we can just do because... No, because I love we're, the beer we're, we're prayer. Com- I love the beer prayer as well. Yeah. I should have gone back into uh, one of our former guests, Mike Foley, Dr. Foley, mm-hmm. who was on the show Um with his drinking with the saints. And in that, in the introduction, he does have a series of different prayers for before drinking. That's right. Right. And eating with the saints too. Exactly. So I should have gone back to, to look at that. Now, and what is guava? Guava is some kind of fruit from Central America. Mm-hmm. It actually tastes kind of nice. I don't nice. know if that's the guava or if there's some kind of flavor in the, the parrot bay rum. You did which, that, you... When you poured out the Mickey, you hid the bottle from me, so I couldn't see if you were pouring like a full half or just like an ounce. I think it was about an ounce by the time okay. it came came out. But like I said, I don't know how long it's been sitting in the liquor cabinet. Um, I have maybe half a bottle of Johnny Walker mm. that was my dad's, and he stopped drinking that two or three years before he died. So like that bottle has to be close to eight years old, never gets touched. Well, right. we'll have to come I, up, make a trip I was, to the port, and finish that off. I was pleasantly surprised, actually, with what I was finding in there. I found like 
and some of it unopened, like a whole bottle of limoncello. I found a bottle of um, martini sweet vermouth, found some uh, port that's been sitting in there for a while. Is it open? Uh, one is open, one is not open. Okay. Um, there's another bottle that my buddy brought back from Portugal, um, Muscatel. Mm. There as well. So yeah, you can come on up, but you're gonna have to have someone drive you home. You know what? And you got to come on down. You're just a hop, skip, and a jump from your church, my, our church, to my house. And I've got some Irish whiskey, Canadian whiskey, rum, port, cognac, vodka. I can't. I haven't even cracked these bottles. Oh, we're drinking too much beer on this show, and we're not drinking enough spirits. Maybe but we'll have the, to have a month of spirits. It's the pints and views. It's the pints and views. Can we right. just have a? Now I guess we can't have a pint of cognac, could we? We could, but we wouldn't be able to finish the show. We wouldn't be able to finish the day. Like the, <laughs> someone would be dialing nine one one. Our heads would be on the, the computer here. But well, listen, you well, had a busy as I was day thinking, today. Yeah, it was a very busy day today. Um, God bless and ask our listeners to keep in their prayers. Um, the fifty or so children who celebrated the sacrament of reconciliation, the sacrament nice. of confession, nice. for the first time. First time, beautiful. And I know you went this afternoon. We're not asking for a full report, but looking at the timing of everything, I got to say, buddy, some of these seven-year-old kids spent longer in the confessional than you did. I know. And you know what? I really, uh, you know, wanted more time. I thought, you know, he would give me this long penance, but I guess he saw the line and said, okay, let's go. Let's make this quick. But I was going to go Thursday. As you know, Robert, we've got at our church, six priests coming in on Thursday, but I do have an engagement Thursday evening. So I thought this is the best time before to get confession in. Any time to get in. And like our yeah. last guest said, like you our know, last guest said, get, get there in Advent Lent and any time that you're in a state of mortal sin. That's right. Don't even yeah. spend a second of your don't life there. Spend a second. You know what? He's probably got that line copyrighted, David. So you probably shouldn't be repeating that like verbatim. He could sue. Well, you got away with it last time when we actually had him on the show. He doesn't seem like the litigious type, though, David, does he? Thanks be to God. Mm. Thanks be to God. How's the eggnog going down there? Oh, Oh, rare. It's so good. So, good. so what we're going to talk about? So we're entering our fourth season. Well, as I wanted, to, I wanted to talk very briefly, not that I ever talk about anything briefly, but I mm-hmm. wanted to explain Gaudete Sunday, because that's just one of those things that yes. we see the rose vestments. We hear it said once a year, but it never really seems to stick. And I even had to, to call up, you know, through the theological department of Google and Wikipedia mm-hmm. just to kind of get an idea of what yeah. Gaudete Sunday is all about. And part of it, I kind of already knew. So Gaudete means, sir, or you need another Duolingo. I need another Duolingo. So I'm Gaudete good. comes from the introit to the Mass. Mm-hmm. Right? So in the old Latin Mass, the mm-hmm. the song that was sung as Father was approaching the altar, and it starts with Gaudete Domino Semper Interum Dicho dicho. Gaudete, which which means, flip my page over here, Mm -hmm. rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. So Gaudete is that rejoice, joy. And why are we rejoicing? Well, who is the reason for the season? Jesus, nativity. The birth of Jesus is coming up. 
And so we're called to rejoice in the coming of our Lord. As much as Advent is a penitential season, and this I didn't know until I was looking this up, Advent used to be 40 days. I did Advent, not know that. Advent was a 40-day penitential season in preparation for Christmas, mm-hmm. which began just after, on the day after the Feast of St. Martin, which is the 11th of November. Mm. And as I was reading that, it kind of, Twigged in on me um, every year on the 11th of November or on the 12th of November, sorry, mm-hmm. my father in law wants to have castanhas, uh, uh, chestnuts, mm. right? And chestnuts are a protein source when you're fasting. Mm. And so, just out of that tradition, I love these uh, old Portuguese uh, tradition and these old, old world's traditions. Right? On St. Martin's hey, Day, you have. Yeah. Uh, chestnuts as your protein source, right? And then much like we have Lateri Sunday in Lent, which is Mm -hmm. kind of, again, joy at our salvation, right? But it's also a break from the fasting. It's an opportunity to let loose. It's an opportunity to, yeah, share in that joy, to rejoice. Again, I say rejoice that the Mm -hmm. Lord is coming. And so we have a rose-colored drink. Nice. To go along with that. Typical. Right? Now, I wonder if it, when it was 40 days, does that mean there would have been like six weeks of Advent, like six Sundays in Advent, Robert, or not necessarily? I would say almost seven because four, like, mm-hmm. or six. Well, we get a little six, short, yeah. short change. We don't even get four weeks of Advent, right? We only get three weeks in a day, I guess, this this year, as someone pointed out to me. I think yeah. it was uh, Eduardo. But do you, do you truly treat... Uh, Advent as a penitential season yourself? No, not to the extent that uh, Lent would be, I guess. I don't know if no, most do. No, I I started off with the best of intentions, mm-hmm. and it just didn't just didn't quite work out that way. Well, uh, and it didn't work out on Thursday night when the religion department went out for their annual Christmas dinner, and I ate too much and couldn't eat all my food. And that's not the hard part is mm-hmm. that you know the world's already the world already thinks Christmas has started. And so there's all of these festivities, all of these parts. Christmas hasn't even started yet. Christmas no. doesn't start, like you said, until the 25th right. of December. That's right. Then we can party and then we can can feast. And the reason why we have this penitential season of Advent, mm-hmm. and that was part of my rationale of organizing with Father Chris to have our young people celebrate their first reconciliation in Advent, penitential mm-hmm. season, because the whole reason why Christ had to come in the first place is because we're a bunch of doorknobs. Mm-hmm. We right. are sinners, yes. But where when was the uh, first reconciliation? Yeah, I, I remember it a little bit later, a little bit closer to maybe the um, first communion in May, like yeah. April or something, or maybe during Lent, the first uh, confession. Each was. parish is different. Okay. Each parish is different, but, but this I think is, a lot do. Yeah, do this is early. Speaking of Advent and, and feasting and joy, and um, we have, are you going to talk about the merchandise that we have on order? It is on order, by the way. Yeah, so our t-shirts are coming soon. We finally managed selling. to get that mm-hmm. order in, and people are pre-ordering. People are pre-ordering with their 20% discount, and the 20% discount code for your pint, pipe, and cross shirt, sir, is? Dennis is great. I got to get in there and change that. No wonder people are, you know, are emailing in what's up with the discount because they're putting in the wrong code. P&P 2024. Yeah. You know, you told me this a couple of weeks ago, but my memory is like uh, you said. Uh, 
At your age, that doesn't surprise yeah. me. Is that what you said in the confessional too? Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. My memory is like a sieve. No, I no. took it. I I took my um, phone in with me and wrote stuff down. I always sometimes I write notes and then I have to. I have to. Afterwards. I have to. So hopefully people now have a pen and paper ready so that they can write down this yes. coupon code Advent twenty twenty three for twenty percent off anything in the CatholicMoment.ca store. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, our new merchandise, you know, the wise words of G.K. Chesterton in Catholicism, the pint, the pipe, and the cross can all fit together, emblazoned across the chest of these beautiful dark blue t-shirts. And With on the white back, lettering. Sir, and the back, which I love, Robert, I love the spot you picked. I originally wanted it on the chest, and we were going to put the quote on the back, but you went out and put the quote on the front, which looks good. And I love the positioning and the size of the little... Uh, our little logo on the back, on the nape, the very upper part of the shirt in the middle, which just says Pints and Pews, a Catholic podcast right below it. So, yeah, they look really sharp. And they're going to be out. Hopefully, they'll be out in the mail beginning next week. I'll, we'll let you know as soon as they come in. God willing. God willing. Yeah. So, we've got that in the caps. And like you say, we're not, we're certainly, this discount is really just cutting it pretty tight right like we're not making much of a profit obviously on these shirts we just want to you know people were asking for them we want to make sure that they get out there to their people and we will extend that because we were like getting them out by a couple of weeks we will extend that discount to the feast of the epiphany i believe robert 100 100 percent. and coming back to what you said it's not about making coin off of these no. it's about getting the word out it's about evangelizing it's about evangelizing in a cool way that you can make a connection with other like-minded Catholics, or you make connections even with, with non-Catholics and say, "Hey, that's cool." I, you know, you've got beer and faith there together. And we should start up some chapters in various cities, like um, Rofters, Readers of First Things Magazine. They have Rofters chapters throughout Canada and the U.S. Maybe we can get like P and P chapters throughout Canada and the U.S. Are you no. just volunteering yourself for another retirement ministry? Well, you know what? I was thinking probably don't have enough numbers like Rofters do. No, speaking of retirement ministry, you already got me on RCIA and something else probably lined up too. I'll be busier in retirement than I'll be in than when I'm actually working. I've got big plans for you, my friend. Plans. Big, do, big do they plans. Three months in the sun? No, sir. And, you know, You'll be lucky if you get three minutes of spare well, time. Well, no, in all seriousness, though, Robert, like you did, you did retire. But I, I like, I think the retirement word. Somebody said that. I mean, you never called a retirement, and I was talking to one of our colleagues as well, and I don't know what she said. She said something like, "Not semi-retirement, but you know, transitioning into another role." It was kind of weird, but it wasn't no, retirement no. because you're just so busy now. You are not retired. You're far well, from retired. I always considered it just a, a career shift, mm-hmm. right? It was like, it was a career change for me. I was going from one full-time position to another full-time mm-hmm. position mm-hmm. and very blessed uh, to be continuing very much in a teaching role and teaching the faith, whether it's with the children, with adolescents and with adults as mm-hmm. well. Right. So truly blessed to, to do that. And for yourself too, you'll see it, like you said, as a transition, mm-hmm. uh, a bit of a career shift, knowing yourself, you're going to keep yourself busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not to the same extent that I have, because I don't think you're planning on taking on a full-time no. job when no. you leave. Though that being said, a year ago at this time, I wasn't planning on taking yeah, a full-time true. job either. And stuff just shows up and the Lord calls us 
in mysterious ways. Right? I kind of see you as a shift worker now too. You're working a lot of weekends and nights and, you know, yeah, taking yeah. that on, but it's all part of the job. And, and you know, oh, and I forgot to talk, speaking of job, well, no, it wasn't really a job, but uh, thank you so much for that day of recollection last week. You did a nice little retreat for about 30 parishioners at St. Bernadette's, and I thought that was a great way to just kind of stop amid the busyness of Christmas and the Advent season. Everybody's running around, and it was a Saturday morning, and we were able to kind of just have a meal together and get to know our fellow parishioners, and just you took us through the joyful mysteries. Very compliment, nice. Compliment accepted. Compliment accepted. Yeah, very nice, Robert. Now, we all know the only reason why you were there, sir, was for the free lunch. Don't say that. <laughs> There's no such thing as the lunch was the lunch was good too, um, but uh, actually for you the lunch wasn't free. You had to drive uh, Well, I was pleasantly surprised because I I think originally, yeah, that's right. Oh, thanks, by the way. Um, I think originally you had set around 2 o'clock, but it only went to about 1 o'clock, which was great because it still gave us the rest of the day. Of course, I missed Josephine Lombardi that day because I was put on a wait list. One of our former guests, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so we'll have to get that for sure in Lent, although it's not Josephine, but there'll be some other reflection in Lent. You'll have to get me the date to make sure that we don't uh, schedule my day at the parish in. February 24th, just off the top of my head, I believe. Okay, well, our parish day of recollection will definitely not be that day because we've got the Alpha Day of Recollection going on that day, so I won't be able to make it to the... You want me to call and see if they can reschedule? Yeah, get the seminary to reschedule because I can't make it. I'm sure they'll just drop everything Everything. because Robert can't make it. Well, at least you got a couple... You're done now, so Sunday you're not in, so you're done now for... Are you in next week or you've got... And then you have a couple. Actually, of there tomorrow night. I'm, I oh, will be there for Gaudete Sunday because mm-hmm. we have enrollment mass for confirmation, right. which is another beautiful rite, mm-hmm. and uh, love working with those guys as well. The twelve, thirteen-year-olds as they prepare for the mm-hmm. sacrament of confirmation, which is great. Uh, not as involved as the reconciliation service, mm-hmm. um, but no, it's it's good. Uh, and then, yeah, just regular business hours through next week, and then uh, a little bit of downtime. So because and we don't, yep, and we don't have our ICA next Tuesday. No, we're no. running as well, which is the numbers are increasing in that, and that's been a real blessing. Just and to, thinking of our CIA, you're busy tomorrow as well because you will be doing what we call breaking open the words. So you'll be sitting with our catechumens after the homily because. Mm-hmm. They can't yet receive the Eucharist. Right. So uh, you're going to take some time to sit with them in a, a less formal setting mm-hmm. than our RCIA sessions to break open the word, to talk about the readings of the day, to talk about Father's homily, to answer their questions. That's really where some really good uh, fellowship happens. Some really good relationships can be built and again, in that less structured format of just mm-hmm. sitting around a table and chatting about God's word, mm-hmm. uh, the spirit moves and the discernment and the revelation that can come from that is immense. Yeah, although fantastic. we do get, you know, it's not super structured on Tuesdays. We're able to get some discussion in, which is great. And and like I said, you kind of seem to be growing the numbers there seems to be a new person which is great and it's i'm just, not growing the numbers you're not growing the numbers god is growing god the is growing the numbers exactly and it just seems to be a fantastic way to kind of even i think appreciate and um learn about our faith a little bit more for those of us who are cradle catholics i think that's important that we're able to kind of be a part of this because 
we're learning stuff as we read along and we discuss things. And Father Kevin's always there too, which is nice to get the uh, priestly um, observation and his uh, wise words in as well. Oh, 100%. 100%. I always say that everybody in the pew should go through the RCIA at least once in their adult life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It's amazing. When the confirmation program, we've been covering a lot of the same topics, just at a different level or in a different way um, mm-hmm. with the 12-year-olds. And even with our 7-year-olds preparing them for First Reconciliation and First Eucharist, there are some very similar themes that come up. Right, so it's kind of neat to see, and a lot of fun on my end to be teaching these themes or to be involved in teaching these themes on, on different levels. The innocence it's absolutely of childhood, fantastic. yeah, yeah. But it has been a fantastic year. It's been a great year, Robert. We've had a number of guests on. We've got more great guests planned for 2024, which will be our fourth season, even though we did start in March during COVID. We like to call it our fourth season. I don't even know what episode, but we got to be pushing 100. Uh, We're almost pushing You got to be pushing 80. I was. I mean, episodes not age, but go on. Yeah, well, from your perspective, 80 years must look like uh, a spring chicken. Right. I'm trying to look at whose forehead is more receding, but go on. My forehead's always been at this level. I'll be bringing my forehead into this conversation. (laughs) But uh, I think we're at 70 episodes. This one will be number 71. 71. So we're we're getting close to the century mark. We'll be centenarians. We'll be centenarians. So, So we'll get to the point now. So we've already passed our ages. Pretty well. We've already passed oh, my I, age. I have already passed seventy-one. My age. Okay. Yeah, um, but we ha- we had a lot of great guests on. Um, we had a few Keiths on the show. We did have a few Keiths. Yep. We had about what three Keiths this year? I think we had three Keiths this year. I need to reach out to a, to a fourth Keith. I figure I, I just need to keep inviting Keiths because at your age, if the guest's name isn't Keith, you're not going to remember. There's <laughs> Keith here again, Robert. <laughs> Keith doesn't look the same as he did last time. It's changed his own. Looks a little older this year. Yeah, we've uh, yeah. had a number of Keiths. And yeah, some some fantastic guests and, and so many different topics and such mm-hmm. a, a wide range of topics. And that's the, the beauty of yes. our Catholic faith, right? The, the Catholic faith, our universal faith, mm-hmm. is that it does encompass everyone, mm-hmm. right? everybody's included yeah like the the most inclusive show out there because anyone who wants to anyone who desires to can be catholic right and then on top of that doing this podcast doing the show and being able to have conversations with all of these different people it has truly expanded my horizons when it comes to the faith and listening to their stories Right, listening to their faith journeys is just awe-inspiring. And for myself, I'm not going to speak for you, but for myself, mm-hmm. when I hear these stories, whether their name is Keith or not, mm-hmm. but I hear these faith journeys, and it's like, wow, wow, and it encourages me to do better. Kind of like what we were talking about with David in our last episode, that notion of accountability. Yeah, and it's not accountability by you need to be doing this. It's 
Accountability by inspiration. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Robert. That's that's well put. It's, it's very inspiring. And, and and you know what? And no two, like you say, none of no two guests have been alike. They're, they've been different topics and different themes and male, female, and from Canada, the States, overseas. Yet they all have that one thing in common. And like you say, they're inspired. They're working on behalf of God and they're inspiring. And I, every time we get off the air, we kind of chat a little bit after we've uh, finished speaking with them, and we all say, boy, that was a great show. Like, we haven't really come off the air and say, darn, you know, that was a guest we should never really have invited. We just, we just never had that. In all three years, we've never really had that discussion. Maybe we say that about the co-host, but never about a guest. Yeah. We probably right? say it about ourselves, right? Never, yeah, <laughs> exactly. the guests were just, have been really, really good. And, and along those lines, too, I know, because a lot of times we're recording these later in the evening. So we've put in a full day at work, mm-hmm. right? We're up early, put in a, a day at work, and then it's time to record. And it's just like, I barely have anything left in the tank. Nothing left right? in the tank. I'm physically and emotionally tired. I really don't have anything on the go, but we've scheduled this interview or even we've just mm-hmm. scheduled to talk you and I. Right, right. And then I come out of those conversations lighter than air. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's kind of a little, it's it's like getting the Eucharist on Sunday. Not as not as beautiful as that, but it's You're like saying you, talking with me is like receiving the Eucharist? No, I'm Compl- saying compliment accepted. Those, it's like we get that and we're ready to go for the week. You know, that sets up our Sunday. We're ready to, you know, we can handle the week. It's like you get there and you, you have that conversation with you or I, or you have a guest and it's like, I'm good for the next two weeks. Cause that's, you know what I mean? I needed that little faith injection. I was going to say, should we be doing this more often then? Once I retire, maybe, eh? How does every day sound to you? Sure. Actually, you know what? I don't think, you know, I think we're about average, aren't we? Well, Barry, I know. You were talking to, we were talking briefly to David and he's about once every two weeks. Maybe Keith, does he go? He goes once a week. I mean, it, I think it just depends week, yeah. on how much John time. Lane was, was a few months off, but he's come back yeah. with a couple of really good guests lately. Yep. Yeah, it just depends on how much time you have to throw at it. And it's not just the recording, right? There's the preparation, as you said mm-hmm. off the top, you know, putting together a loose guide for the conversation, whether it's you and mm-hmm. I and reading the articles that go along with that or, you know, questions to ask our guests and getting that to, together. Uh, that takes a little bit of time. The recording, you know, for every hour episode, we're recording probably for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And then from that, for every hour episode, you're looking at a couple hours just to go through it. But I got to tell you, that's one of the blessings of doing this too. Um, it's one of the blessings I know you haven't experienced yet, but maybe we'll get you to do this. Mm-hmm. When you go back to edit the episodes and you re-listen and you relive the conversation mm-hmm. and it's like, wow, I didn't think we sounded that intelligent. I didn't realize we actually maybe half know what we're talking about. And I, I think I need to do that, Robert, on a couple of points, because one, you said, uh, you mentioned that you should because you pick up a few things that maybe... I say that maybe you just want to correct it for next time. And you, and you mentioned as well, the first time or for the first couple of said just how rough we sounded and how much more, I don't want to say polished because it sounds a little proudful, but it, 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 we do sound like we know what we're talking about as opposed to maybe the first couple episodes where we were just kind of winging it. But that's more, that's thanks for to sure. you though, right? You, sure. you give us the outline, you do the editing, 
you put it out there, you, you get all the guests. Like really, I just bring, you know, my charm, intelligence, good looks. Oh, by the way, pride was one of the sins that I did confess in the confessional today. So thanks so, be to yeah. God. Cause I didn't have time to get you your list. <laughs> he's making well, okay, a list I, and he's yeah, checking, checking it twice. No, I'm giving you the list. Paul is checking it twice. Twice. Yes. Because we all know that you've been naughty, not nice. And you know what? And just on that note too, Robert, just with, uh, you know, our significant others, our wives, Paula and Ellie, they've been so good to kind of let us do this. And Such a blessing. You know, we're, we're so busy, they're busy, and we're able to do this in, in, in relatively calm, right? The kids are quiet while we do this because there was one episode on another podcast and I could hear, you know, banging plates in a microwave being <laughs> so we're lucky that and that was happening. I think the first couple episodes and we don't have a, I know you we both don't have private rooms to do this and we usually do it in the basement. But for the most part, we just let our families know that we're going to go on for an hour and they kind of make make it well, they, allow us that kind of quiet space, quiet they've time. It's been a true blessing. Yes. And yeah, like you say, the the support and prayer that they, they give us for that. It, it truly is. I want to ask you, buddy, mm-hmm. um, take a moment to think about what would you say would be, be a highlight for you from this last year? We were talking about, you know, how great it is to talk to the guests. Um, we had Keith Diaz. We've had Keith Little. We had Keith Nestor on a couple of times. Uh, we had Monica and Chris. Mm. We had Brett Tolman to talk about St. Padre Pio. That's right. Um, we had, uh, well, I can see his face now where we talked about music ministry. He wrote the oh, music ministry. Of us. And, and, and the wrestler and, and, and wrestling um, and wrestling. the wrestling. Oh, and, and, he, and he's a friend and he's from my hometown and now I'm drawing a blank. I, Beautiful I New Market, Ontario. So if, um, Robert, don't put me on the spot for two reasons. One, well, you're asking I'm, me to choose and I'm more not, importantly, you're asking me to remember. And that's, well, that's, that's I know that's a difficult ask. thing, but I mean, we, we've had all these great guests and, and I'm and not going to, so I don't want to put, I don't want to put one above the other. So I'm not I really know. asking you who was your favorite guest, because I'm not going to ask you that mm-hmm. because they, they've all been great. And like you said, they all bring something different and, and something inspiring. And I'm not going to say a, a moment of highlight that I really love talking about Lent and, and our, our Lenten yeah. ones. I really like talking about, the spirituality. I've really enjoyed talking about spiritual dryness and, and prayer. Mm-hmm. Right. I also love talking about liturgical things. Yes, that was I, good. I want to say, I think for me, highlight for this year was uh, a mechanical tweak we made to the podcast where we introduced two new segments. Mm-hmm. Right. So well, we have wait, the wait same. I, I know one of these. I'm going to give you. I'm going to say one, and then the other one. I know you can come up with that. Okay. We have saintly sayings where we share mm-hmm. and we discuss quotes from the saints. Yeah, but were we doing that before this year or no? No, I, we, we formalized that this year. Ah. Uh, so we and have what saintly in the saints. church is that exactly? And I heard I that's a little nice little ditty with it too. Thanks to your friend. Maybe if you listen to the show once in a while. I know. Not only not only would you actually hear these kind of things. Our ratings would go up. <laughs> Our ratings are pretty good, eh? I think we said about we've got about seven thousand, six thousand overall downloads. Over seven thousand. That's great. So. That's great. I don't want like to hear my voice. You know that. I, you know, I've listened to all the episodes that you alone hosted when I was uh, sick there for blessing. Yeah, for a couple of months, two years ago. Listen to every single one. Love those episodes, Robert. But as yeah. soon as I hear my voice, I turn to like Keith or David or Sean or somebody else. Oh, you you need to give a listen. I and do. Then, I, 
Just you'll, you'll, get, you'll get you'll get over yourself eventually. I know. Uh, I think I was. Um, it was with um, Padre Pio. I just because he's such a one of my favorite saints, and to learn so much about him, and to realize, you know, it's kind of cool that he was. Uh, he died the same year I was born and just all the different um, obstacles and his fights with the demons that were going on throughout his life. And the fact that he was completely ostracized and nobody accepted him at the time, but yet he's become a saint. Like it took a while for people to embrace him for the church hierarchy to embrace him. Robert, there wasn't, it wasn't all encompassing mm-hmm. love at the very beginning. Was it? I just, I really got, you know, and of course the stigmata always uh, amazes me, the, the miracle of the stigmata. You but just I, I thought, like getting to know about the the man behind the sticker on your car. Yes, yes, which is still going strong. 13 years, coming on 14 years later, that little Toyota. The, the Padre Pio Mobile. Yeah, the Padre Pio Mobile. But the sticker's starting to fade. But anytime we have an expert on a topic like that, that's kind of cool because we do... We do learn a lot, although we do learn a lot from all of our guests. 100%. Not that we learn anything from each other, unfortunately. No, never. But, Dennis, this has been great. It's a busy time of year. Mm-hmm. I hope to. We have an episode, our episode with David Scubin coming out in the third week of Advent, but I do hope to kind of get this one out before Christmas. So there'll be oh, two that are, are are quite close together. Mm-hmm. But this has been a blast. The time has flown by, like the whole year. Like it's, you look back over the season, you look back over the year and everything that we've talked about here, and it really has flown by. And the blessings that have come out of that, I can't believe you've been retired. I shouldn't say that word retired, but you've been you've left teaching, retired, resigned from retired from teaching. Reti- six, retired from teaching. Six months now. That seem doesn't seem like six it months ago. Seems does like it? yes. Seems like yesterday. Wow! And you seems took like up yesterday. this job as lay pastoral associate almost eight months ago. Correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're almost coming on a year. Yeah, yeah. When did that happen? April, was it? I thought it was April. No wonder our hairlines are receding so quickly. Jeez. We just can't keep up with the time. Are you going to give any teasers about our great guests or guests coming up in first month no. of 2024? No? No. Stay tuned? Stay, stay, stay tuned? stay tuned only because I still have to organize inviting a number of them. I know we have one we lined have up. One. I'm excited about that guest. You've been looking for us to have this guest, I think, since we started the podcast. And Is that right? I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, but I'm I'm both excited and nervous to have him I know. on the show. And I think it, I said, be too, no, let's bother not asking because there's no way he's too busy. He would never come on. And sure enough, he's coming He'll on. He's booked anyhow. Exactly. Exactly. This is going to pique all the curiosity of our listeners. But anyhow, it's been a great year, great 2023. We'd like to thank all of our listeners, like, of course, Robert, for their loyalty. I know people do listen to this on a regular basis, believe it or not. Yeah, we need to get Mrs. Coupon. Thinking about people who yes. listen on a regular basis, we should get Mrs. Coupon here one of these yes. days. Yeah, for sure. That would, that would that, be a lot of fun. That would be good. Yeah, she'd enjoy that. But it's been a good year. My guava with. Captain Morgan's Parrot Bay Rum. I think it had a little bit of coconut in that rum, which was throwing me off a little bit. Mm. But that's okay. 
That's okay. How about my, your, your rum and eggnog there, buddy? This is a little second little rum and eggnog. You're going to have to go out and lift those through. hands. <laughs> it's so good. It's so creamy. And it's just so a little bit of uh, cinnamon still left on top, Robert. But it's uh, it's been gross. excellent. It hasn't gross. been an hour, has it? Gross. I really don't know. Mm. It's a shorter episode for Christmas. But yes, we're blessed. Everything's going well. Hopefully, we'll continue this into 2024, Robert. God willing. God willing. Now, just before we wrap up here, Dennis, perhaps there's one small favor we could ask of our listeners as we head into the Christmas season. If you could take a quick moment and a couple of clicks to follow the Pints and Pews podcast on your favorite platform and give us a review. And while you're at it, you can follow us on the platform formerly known as Twitter. You can follow us on Instagram or give us a like on Facebook. Drop us a line at any of those three places or at pintsandpews at gmail.com. We always enjoy hearing from our listeners. And be sure to stop by catholicmoment.ca to peruse our Pints and Pews ball caps as well as our new t-shirts just in and any of Robert's books. Two books on one two books on down. there. Two books two on books, there. One in the future. God willing. The road. It's, it's out there. And while they're there perusing our merch and the books, they mm-hmm. can use the coupon code for 20% off. Dennis is great. Advent, Advent 20, 2023. Advent 2023. <laughs> he, should, he should give an option. Advent 2023. Or, or Dennis stop, is great because somebody's actually going to put that in there one of these yeah. days. Um, And then finally, Dennis, why don't you remind our listeners of the wise words of G.K. Chesterton, which appear on our Pines and Pews t-shirt. Right across the chest of the t-shirt. Beautiful. In Catholicism, the pint, the pipe, and the cross can all fit together. God bless. Take care, Robert.